Welcome back to Money Talkers with your host, Cody Laughlin. I just got off a very fun conversation with Sarah Dawn. So if you haven't listened to that yet, please go back and listen to that. We get her uh, money story and how she's uh, basically identified it and changed it and, and gone after the things that she's wanted to and in, in pursuit of a, uh, of a more successful business with more time in your hands at the end of the day. And so if you haven't listened to that, it's a very interesting conversation. But please, this is the high impact series. This is where we're going to ask the one question. And in this, we're looking for the ability to help you build a relationship in your household with your kids, right? And by doing that, you're going to have the, the you're not going to have the household where they say, well, we didn't talk about money in our household. It was taboo. Or we didn't talk about entrepreneurship because, you know, my parents worked all the time and they, you know, didn't have enough month for the end of their money, right? And so we want to build these relationships so that, that you can have these conversations with your kids and have an impact on them so that later in life, they have a bigger and bigger trajectory because right now they are time rich. And with that, even little changes have compounding effects that get much bigger results out of their lives for them, but also builds the relationship for you so that when they get bigger and bigger and older and older, that you have an open door to have these vulnerable conversations and some influences and to help them not make the mistakes that many of us made. And so with that, are you ready, sir? I am. Awesome. Well, here's the big question. What is the one thing that you would teach about that our schools don't that's had a major impact on your life? I would teach that it is not just okay, but it's good to constantly evolve and change and reevaluate the way that you make money and what you want your participation to be in the way that you make money. What's the question that we always ask kids about that? What do you want to be when you grow up? I still don't know. That is, <laughs> I, I hope everybody's answer is I want to be a, you know, well-evolved human that shows up in an impactful way in the world, you know, <laughs> but put that in definition. But how much pressure is that to a 10, 15, 18, 19, 40 year old on what do you want to be? And that definition that we're giving them is the way that they make money is what they are. And that's a lot of pressure. And when that shifts and when they learn and when they discover new things and all the great things that lead to innovation and creativity and more opportunities to make money, they have an identity crisis. And I've seen it, I was talking to a 76 year old attorney that was reflecting on all of the cool spinoffs he would have loved to do in his career throughout his life. And he was like, but I was in a small town and I was the attorney. I couldn't just go like do these other things. And I said, I don't know what, I mean, I wasn't trying to give this like older gentleman a <laughs> existential crisis, but I said, what would that have looked like to just reinvent yourself? Oh no, no, you could have never done that. And I feel and like that Colonel Sanders was like 67 when they started KFC. Right? You know that? <laughs> yeah. And we have these really awesome stories of people reinventing themselves and yeah. creating something new and evolving the way that their work and their business and their money-making opportunities, the, all of the great innovators, all of the major money makers have done just that. But on the level of in our household and in our schools and our conversations with our kids, we're still giving them the, what do you want to be? You've got to commit to that. 
you've got to financially commit to that through your education and changing is failure. Changing is quitting. And, you know, quitting really gets a bad rap and I'm not encouraging, you know, it gets hard. You should stop and quit, but evolving is a really great thing. And that's where the success you're really going after comes from realizing hey, I've run this thing to its core, its course, and it's not for me anymore. And it's not a really great fit in my lifestyle anymore. Recognizing that and reflecting on it and choosing to pivot is a really awesome skill. And it's a really great example to other people in your life. You know, but our kids get the message that you chose what you were going to be and you're, you know, you can't change that. I'm 42. And that question still gives me anxiety. Yeah. Like for someone to say, what do you want to be like for the next 35 years? I'm like, no way. I can't. I, I just it, it, like still, I don't, I don't want to, because what if I don't like being that thing? <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> or like, I just get bored. Like, you know, I've, I've yeah. had 15 LLCs. Like clearly I'm not in the full size of like commitment day-to-day -day grind on everything. Like I, but I, it's still like, even to this day, I remember people asking when I was a kid, I was like, I don't know, baseball player. Like I had no backup plan. I was like, I'm gonna play baseball. And they're like, yeah. well, what if you don't make it? Like, it's hard to get to the major leagues. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'll own a business. Because like, like I said, my parents were entrepreneurs. Um, and I didn't realize this at the time because it wasn't really a coined term. But my dad had a lot of side hustles that he would take me around and like do stuff with. Like I remember doing like water yeah. purification systems and like gold selling and like all, all kinds <laughs> of crazy stuff. And uh, I didn't realize at the time that's what they were, you know, but. And then my mom started a business when I was like six, sixth grade, I think. And, uh, mm -hmm. and really grew it up, but I was in there, you know, licking envelopes and mailing them out for five cents a piece and doing all these things. But I just didn't, I, I didn't, wasn't taught how to be an entrepreneur, but I witnessed it a lot. Yeah. And so I just assumed I could do that. And so that's where with this, you know, with this podcast, like if, we as parents, I think, put our own limiting beliefs on the effects that we have with our kids if we, when we have these conversations and let them be creative in their answers, you know? Yeah. And it's like, well, instead of like, what do you want to be? Like, well, who do you want to work with? Or what do you like to work with? Or what is fun for you right now? And let's talk about a career you could do with the things that you like right now, because you may not like the same things in 10 years. You know, I'm sure that my seven year old is going to be a little different at 17. Uh, and a little different 27. Yeah. And one of the ways, the fastest way that I, one of the most eye-opening ways I will say that I ever did this was that I read Rich Dad Poor Dad three different times in my life. And it's told me it's three different things completely. The same words <laughs> in the same yeah. book, you know, yeah. but my perspective and my paradigm. Yeah. yeah. But my, my yeah. perspective, my paradigm has changed. And so I yeah, love so the fact that you're talking that about that. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, you know, encouraging that curiosity and I have to catch myself in parenting all the time where my 10 year old or my 14 year old will talk about a business idea and, you know, entrepreneur brain. I'm like, well, I mean, but you got to do this is I'm like, why do, why do I need my 10 year old's business plan to be perfect? <laughs> but if I encourage that creativity, and I think one thing that we've done, and I know all parents on here are going to cringe a little bit, but our generation of kids, you can look at the classroom list. If it asks, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want your job to be? Half of them put, I want to be a YouTuber. And as a parent, it's so easy to be like, oh my gosh, no. But what if instead of knocking that down as an illegitimate 
job choice, what if we encourage them to get creative? Well, what kind of impact would you want to make with that YouTube channel? What kind of information would you want to give? Who would you want to be listening to that? Who would, if you encourage them to get creative, don't worry. You haven't guaranteed your 10 year old will, you know, only air quotes, only be a YouTuber, but you're encouraging them to have those same money-making thought processes that instead of YouTubers, the thing they are, that is what they're going to be, that is one of the tools that they could use to make an impact, to be a good person, to make money and, and innovate and create and invent. But how so many of us and teachers do it too, just instantly go, oh my gosh, not that. Do you want to be a video editor? Do you want to be a video editor? Do you want to be an audio guy? Do you want to be the one who shoots the film? Do you want to be the promotion person? Do you want to set the websites up for them to go to buy things? Do you want to be the guy that provides the product so that you can give it to YouTubers so that they can send you affiliate links? Like there's a whole thing to talk and explore with that. And they might not want to do any of that stuff. They might want yeah, to go. They may be no, like, they, that sounds they, like crap. Yeah, they, wanna, they might want to go crash Mario cars into the pool. Like, I, you don't. I mean, but still, even then, you got to be like, okay, like, you know, how would that, how would that make money? Like, what would that do for you? Those kind of things. And I, I love it. I, I, I love the ability uh, to not shut it down because, especially as an entrepreneur and someone who's been in thousands of businesses like yourself, they give you things, and you're like, well, my daughter wanted to open up a dog kennel in our backyard over the summer. Now I have to watch it with her because if I say yes. She will hold me to it. One year she walked I've up got, to me. I've got two of those. Yep. <laughs> One year she walked up to me and she was uh, she was six years old and she walks up to me and she goes, uh, "What's tomorrow?" I said, "It's uh, September 1st. And she goes, "Well, where is it?" I go, "Where's what?" She goes, "You promised you would build me a lemonade stand by the end of August." I'm like, "When did I tell you that?" She's like, "January 7th." I'm like. <laughs> What? like you've been holding this in the whole time like <laughs> what are you? but i mean she is so i gotta watch it with her a little bit so she went over the dog kennel and i'm like in my head talking about liability and you know what i ended up starting to talk to her about that stuff though i said hey mm-hmm. you know what as a business owner you have to think about some liabilities so what happens if one dog bites somebody else's dog and she's like oh well we'd watch them i'm like you gotta watch even people have their own dogs they get together and they can bite and you know, and I'm like, well, how much you think, what do you think we would need for startup capital to build this little dog pool yeah. and shed that you want to have? And she's like, oh, I don't know. How much does a shed cost? And I'm like, I don't know. Let's go look it up and let's find out. You know, we started like building, like we were legitimately, instead of like shutting it down, I just legitimately started building a business plan with her and it was fun. Yeah. You know, like we got to talk about like, okay, well, how many hours are you going to be open? Like, how are you going to market it? Like, where are you going to get dogs from? Like, are you going to transport them? Or are they going to bring them here? Who's picking up the dog poop? Like who's doing your, who's doing your labor? Are you washing the dogs? And like, we always kept, we, we took this thing and instead of like shutting it down and be like, we're not doing a dog kennel. Like I just took it and started building upon it because yeah. I feel like the ability to build a framework around a business, you should explore those things because that way you're not shutting down the possibilities, but you may, after that, doing that planning, like, nah, this isn't really something I want to do. And I yeah. think that's a huge, I think that's a big value set that you can have. Yeah. And we've even done that with the lemonade stand said, mm-hmm. okay, well, you're going to borrow $10. So yeah, in your mind, you were going to make $10, but, but then you broke even, are you comfortable spending your afternoon doing something that's a break even? Cause you'll borrow, I'll give you the $10, but that's a loan because this is a business. And, and yeah, you, you talk through those things and it's not for the purpose of ultimately shutting it down. I mean, 
No, we can not wa- at all. we can walk them down that road if we need to. Yeah. <laughs> but it's building but, a framework. Yeah, and teaching them that skill and encouraging them to do that, and that deciding it's not for them or making a shift or saying, oh well, instead of a kennel, maybe a doggy daycare of just one dog at a time, you know, allowing those shifts that isn't you failed, you quit, you were wrong. That is really, really important. And I don't think, I don't think our teach our schools teach that I think as parents, and I'm not, I'm not blaming anyone else. I'm, I'm as guilty of it too, is we, we really put a lot of pressure on not doing the first goal is failure. And we've got to catch ourselves when we're doing that. And we've got to shift that narrative. The, 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 the world has changed, right? We can't use the same curriculum that you used in 1950 when, when you were all going to be factory workers, right? And so you're going to have more independent contractors every single year. We're going to have more because it's decentralizing the employment because they don't want to pay, you know, all the different things. And so they're going to move a lot. They're very rarely going to work at somewhere for 30 or 40 years and get the gold bracelet or get the gold watch anymore. And so if we teach them to think entrepreneurially, like you're talking about, that is a skill set that's important for analyzing whether you want to change jobs, whether you want to accept a job offer another place, if you want to, or if you want to go out and start a side hustle, or you want to go start a business at 15 or 18 years old that you want to see if you can grow like that skill set of like, let's look at the possibilities that go into a business and a business plan. You know what that lemonade, like you said, they had to borrow the $10, but so if you want to make money, you got to make more than 10. How are you going to do it? That mindset shift is is a very important skill set. Yeah. And so I appreciate you bringing that up because uh, I, I really truly believe that it's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to become more prevalent in our changing economy than it ever has been in the history of this country. And we're seeing it this year. I mean, we're seeing it this year with the great resignation of people don't want to work the same way they've always worked. And you have your class of people that just blame it generationally and every generation after, you know, every next generation has less work ethic and doesn't just want to hustle and grind the way we need to. So you can we can victimize the situation and say somebody's wrong, or we can realize that we're in the middle of a massive entrepreneurial and workforce base evolution. And the businesses that make it are going to be the ones that are willing to shift and evolve. hundred mm-hmm. percent agree. And, uh, I, so I want to say, Sarah, thank you for coming on with me on the, uh, on the high impact series here on money yeah. talkers. Um, listen, if people want to find out more about you, uh, where do they find you and who should come find you? Yeah, everything. The central hub is on my website, the can have access to my podcast there. Nothing's serious and social media links. Everything is right there. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on money talkers. This is your opportunity to take this conversation and think about it and apply it with your kids. Like even a fun conversation at the dinner table of like, Hey, if you could start a business today, what would you do? And just let them answer. Don't. And then whatever it is, I don't care if it's super ridiculous, start exploring it with them and start asking questions as, as a, almost like a child's mind yourself to just ask questions about what they would do or how, why they would like to do those things. And those conversations will have big impacts later on in life. They're going to build that relationship to where, you know, you're not shutting down whenever they have an idea. And then later when it's an idea that maybe you really wanted to hear, they needed to tell you, 
that they know that they can come to you. And so then there's yeah. important, there's important uh, relationships are being established. And so um, make sure that you take that time, take the headphones off and do those, have those conversations and be intentional. And so with that, thank you so much, Sarah. I appreciate you coming on. Thanks. You have a good one. Thank you for listening to another episode of Money Talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin. If you found this episode helpful in your pursuit of financial dominance, it really helps if you make sure to leave a five-star rating and share it with your friends or family members who could use good financial information and entrepreneurial success tips. I invite you to join the Money Talkers community Facebook group. Open Facebook and search for Money Talkers to join today. Follow us on Instagram at the Money Talkers for inspirational mindset posts, encouragement, and investing tips. And remember, the one thing you can do to change your kid's financial future is to start talking about money with them because you are a money talker.